I was sitting there trying to understand why I was getting lectured for doing well on a test. And it really kind of fits the pattern of what a lot of kids go through. I knew I was smart. There was just no one else that believed me. Going through life, not understanding why you don't get things like everyone else, but knowing that you're smart, you just don't act like everyone else. I was the same. I was in gifted classes, but I was a terrible student. Like they knew I was smart, but I just could, I wouldn't do the work. I wouldn't focus. For me, athletics was some, a big part of um, helping me through my ADHD as a kid. I still was terrible in school until I, until I discovered Concerta. Last year, my eight-year-old, who I did not think had ADHD, uh, was diagnosed with combined type. All of a sudden, I was in a panic. You know, I went into parent mode. Who do I talk to? What do I do? Where do I go? I've got to fix this now <laughs> because I might get distracted by something and not get back to it. <laughs> so ADHD Rewired episode 85. This is the show designed to help those of us who have really good intentions and a slightly wandering attention. My name is Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, coach, and consultant. We know that starting can be the hardest part, so let's get started. But first, let me thank our sponsors. Support for this podcast comes from Audible. For a free audiobook download, go to erictivers.com slash audible for a link for that free download and for some hand-picked recommendations, go to erictibbers.com slash audible for your free audiobook download. I have an important announcement regarding Facebook and the ADHD Rewired community. If you are not in the ADHD Rewired community on Facebook, but you have requested to join the community... I'm asking you now to please resubmit your request. I had about 185 unanswered uh, responses from people that I, I message when anyone requests to join the community because I do screen everybody. So if you're waiting and you haven't heard from me, please re-request to join the community. Just find us on Facebook more a Facebook group. Um, so we do have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. And if you didn't know we had a, a community group, then now you do know. So join the ADHD Rewired community group. It's a free group. Um, we have about 230 or 40 people in there right now, but I do screen everybody. And uh, so if you request, make sure you check your other inbox because if you are if my messages are going to the other inbox and you haven't responded in more than a week, I'm removing you from the list. So that's the update. That's how I'm going to manage the flow. And um, it actually felt really good to declare bankruptcy on that queue. Have you ever declared bankruptcy on your email inbox? I have quite a while ago. I'd love to hear what are the things that you've done to purge your unanswered inboxes. Sometimes it just feels really good. Anyways, happy ADHD Awareness Month. And now for a really special and fun episode. One of the first episodes that I've done on the blab.im platform. If you want to get involved and uh, join me for a live recording, make sure you join my email list. You can do that at my website at ADHDrewired.com. Uh, there'll be a little pop-up that will come in. You just put in your email or you can text me to the number 22828 
Just text my last name. That's Tivers, T-I-V-E-R-S, to the number 22828. And now let's get on with a conversation with a bunch of people on the Blab.im platform. This is something new. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm really excited about this platform. I did my first Blab uh, last week, but most of you who are going to be listening to this, at least as the plan goes, are going to be listening through iTunes uh, or Stitcher or, or anywhere where you listen to this podcast. But this is an experiment because ADHD, you know, I think about ADHD, yes, as a, a kind of a complex syndrome or disorder. But I look at ADHD as part of a being part of a community. And this platform, Blab, is really allowing real time interaction with people. And the goal here today is for, for us to be able to talk about and share our, our stories. Um, so if, uh, as you're joining, um, please feel free to, to share, tell a little bird. You can do that by clicking the little icon on the left there. Um, you know, I'm going to be talking about some of my stories. I'm going to be answering questions. I want to hear also your stories as well. Um, this is what this month is all about, ADHD Awareness Month. The more people understand what ADHD really is, the more we destigmatize this disorder. So I want to welcome you. Uh, thank you for joining me. I'm really, really excited uh, about this. Um, for those of you who are new to Blab, uh, you know, you can put in the comments, uh, um, if you're on your computer or on your mobile device, uh, just let me know if this is your first Blab or if this is, uh, um, you've done this before. Um, cause I want to hear your stories. I want to know kind of what your connections are. I put this out, uh, to my email list. I put this out to, uh, on Facebook and I did something that I, uh, tend to, to do. Um, and I, I, I screw things up. So I, I sent out an email, uh, last night and I have a rule about email. That when I send it out to my list, and this is a rule that any time I break this rule, which I did last night, I end up realizing why I shouldn't break this rule. So I, my um, the rule is that I need to have my wife or somebody else proof my emails before they go out, and for very good reason. So I sent out an email today letting people know that there is going to be, I'm doing a, a uh, once a week throughout all of ADHD Awareness Month, I'm going to be doing a live um, free adult study hall. Now, if you don't know what adult study hall is, it's basically, it's sort of like Blab, but you can have up to 50 people uh, in a virtual video conference room. And here's what we do. We do all the important stuff, things that are boring, but important. And we know that for, so if you're new to the ADHD community or not, you, there's this concept called the body double. And we know from, from research that just having somebody else in a room with us can help increase and sustain our attention, especially on the things that we don't really want to do. And the adult study hall is one of the parts that I, uh, that I do in my uh, ADHD rewired coaching and accountability groups. But I'm going to be doing this once a week throughout the month of October, completely free. So if you have something uh, boring that you need to do, whether it's paperwork, filing, anything of, of that kind of nature, um, I would invite you to bring it here. Let me actually, I'm going to uh, post the link to that. It starts at 2.30 p.m. 
Central Time today. Uh, and this is one of the really cool things about this platform, too, is I can post links in here and we can really develop this community where we are sharing resources, ideas, um, information, strategies, tips. Um, so I'm just I'm super excited about this. You know, the interesting thing about doing this kind of live is a lot of information for me kind of uh, um, kind of flowing and I have to kind of manage all of that. So it's a lot of attention uh, splitting, being able to, to really share uh, my attention with multiple pieces of information. So um, welcome. If you are joining, please uh, share, tell a little bird, let people know on Twitter, on Facebook, um, wherever you share that this is going on because I want to really help people tell their stories. Um, so I was thinking about this morning, I was thinking, about, all right, what are some stories that I have not shared um, about living with ADHD? And uh, there were actually a number that were, were coming to mind. Um, you know, not all of them are things that I am proud of. And many of those stories are things that are kind of pre-diagnosis of ADHD. Um, so I'm going to share some of those stories uh, momentarily. Um, so I have Carly Knight, welcome. Um, uh, Matt, welcome. Uh, Christina, welcome. Uh, Christina from the Head On podcast. How, Christina, I know that you are, you know, do you want to jump into the, to the open seat real quick? Cause I want to ask you. Awesome. Christina, Ooh, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> So you go. are doing, so you are becoming a blab addict. I saw you wrote in, in the comments. I am not becoming, I am you, full fledged. It, it's a, it's a fast addiction, isn't it? Tis. You know, it's, I think it's the, this real time interaction. It's really bringing the social yeah. part of social media. I mean, it's, we can have these real conversations with people live, seeing our, you know, people's, uh, facial responses, the, the, you know, and that's where I think is huge. Now you're doing, I know, daily blabs. Is that, how's that going? I'm doing a weekday because uh, weekends is just like not possible. And it's really cool because I'm just opening up a room. I'm putting in ADHD awareness month. Let's chat. And then yesterday I met two guys I've never met before. And someone comes in and goes, oh, you know what? I'm really, really struggling with um, productivity and, you know, processes and getting stuff done. So I'm like, great, cool. I I went and changed, edited my title and said, we're discussing productivity. Ah. And like two more people had come in, uh, people I had not met before. There was Amy that had come in who I met on Friday. So I'm making really awesome connections. On Friday, we were only women, uh, which is the uh, focus of my podcast is, is entrepreneur women. So that was really awesome. And just connecting with other people and saying, you know what, like this is you're normal. You're completely normal. All these things that you keep being told that you're you suck for or you keep being sneered at for uh, is completely normal. And so instead of complaining about it or sitting in a corner and having a pity party, let's come up with some solutions because you're not going to change this. You're 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 not going to change who you are. So let's just make yourself better with uh, suggestions and sometimes just knowing we're not alone. Awesome, awesome. So you mentioned about your your podcast is about women with uh, with ADHD. Now, ha has it launched yet? Nope. All right. So um, let's since the, this whole notion of what we're doing here is about telling stories about living with ADHD, and you have the perspective of a, a woman living with ADHD. What do you think is unique about being a, a woman living with ADHD? How is how is that unique to you? 
I don't have the hyperactivity part, so I can't speak on that. Um, I can just say that I always was under the radar. Like in school, I talk a lot about this uh, in my interviews uh, with the women I've spoken with. I was always kind of considered like the coaster in school. And I'm sure the teachers, when they would meet in the teacher's lounge, if ever the topic of, of you know, one of their students named Christina Favreau came up, it would be, oh, yeah, she's kind of slow, isn't she? And she's just like, she's just she's just coasting by and really that's not at all how I was. I knew I was perceived that way and I never had the language to say that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew I was smart. There was just no one else that believed me. So that is really hard going through life, knowing like not understanding why you don't get things like everyone else but knowing that you're smart, you just don't act like everyone else. Right, right. Yeah. And and I think, too, you know, I, I was and I wonder because you mentioned um, that you don't have the hyperactivity piece. And uh, and I, I really don't have the hyperactivity piece on most situations. Um, my, my brain is hyperactive, but my body is not. And, you know, we know that the inattentive presentation of ADHD is more common in women, um, which is why often women go under the radar uh, with with ADHD. You know, and then, you know, the other thing that I've been learning more and more about, which just complicates the kind of the treatment of ADHD is the hormonal changes just throughout the month. And then you get into menopause and, you know, from a treatment perspective, man, that, that is complicated. So you take a disorder that's already inconsistent and now yeah. you just, you, you add all kinds of ups and downs. You increase the intensity of those ups and downs because of hormonal levels. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty intense. Uh, I, I, I'm not a man, so I can, I have no point of reference. Um, and, it's very interesting that you said you're not hyperactive in your body, but in your brain, because when I tell people I have ADHD, some, some people, it's not a surprise because in some situations I'm, mm, I'm very animated, like in this, in this kind of situation, but I'm not, I'm not hyperactive in the sense that I can't, my son is hyperactive. And so I have that point of reference where he cannot contain his own body. Like that struggle of his brain cannot tell his body to shut up. Whereas me, my brain can't tell my brain to shut up. That's yeah. I mean, that's, I think there's so many, so much misunderstanding about ADHD because it can present in so many different ways. Um, And so this is really why I want to do uh, um, this platform and really why I do the podcast, you know, we connect with stories. You know, the science of ADHD is so important and there's so much information that we know, but a lot of people start to hear science and their brain just falls asleep. So when we can really emulate the, the, the science through story, I think that's how we really change lives and, and give people that, oh, that's ADHD moment. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm trying to do here. So what I'm going to do here, I am, um, so I'm, when I do my podcast, I have people sign a release, uh, that this information can go out to the universe, right? I have so, already uh, signed your release, remember? Yes, yes. And then, um, <laughs> so speaking of ADHD moments, so, uh, you were supposed to come on the podcast and, 
I don't remember the I don't remember the details of what happened. All I know is I screwed up. And well, there was a technical glitch. Like there was something. Like your setup just wasn't working. I was leaving on vacation that day, <laughs> so there was no way to reschedule. I was out of commission for two and a half months. I'm a stay at home mom. I shut everything down. I told my clients, um, you know, I'm, I'm not available. And uh, yeah, I still have your message in my inbox. It is still marked as unread so that I will get to it eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, and hopefully too, with, with doing these blabs that you're going to get a lot more encouragement of people, um, uh, you know, telling you, release the podcast. Yes. Well, you and Tom definitely had that conversation and I have actually, I've, I'm really trying to let go of that. Not, I'm not a perfectionist by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but I care deeply about what I put out into the world. I'm an entrepreneur, and so I have professional pride. And knowing that I do not have the technical, you know, I want to be the best at this, and I want to have the best equipment. And I got a mixer, right? I have no clue what I'm doing. No clue. <laughs> But I need it because I want to be the best at it. Um, so yeah, I, I've, I'm, I recorded my intro. Thanks, Tom, for giving me the the push in, in the behind to do that, and uh, yourself as well, Eric. And so I just, I my intro is done. It's mixed to my music and everything. I figured all that out. I got to do an outro. Then my episode zero is done. Jenny was so kind to record an episode one with me. And so it's just a matter of, uh, of mixing my intro and outro in there. Jenny then I can release it into iTunes. <laughs> but where, where is Jenny Friedman? Why, why, why isn't she here on this blab? <laughs> so Stephanie Jenny, joins. Um, Amy is here. Um, so we have right now we have nine people watching uh, live. Um, we have Tom who is uh, waiting to to have a seat. I want to invite anyone else who wants to uh, come and have a seat. If you are new to ADHD uh, Rewired and you don't know kind of what what I do, I'm, I'm a podcaster. I'm a therapist. I'm a coach. I'm going to post a couple links um, where you could find kind of my stuff. Um, let me do that. That's what's so cool about this this platform is this the the way to really actually share information in a way yeah. that that is clickable. You know, so you can't click an audio streaming. I mean, it's like you can't click what you hear. Mm. So, all right, I have um. So I have uh, both of Tom's personalities who are on on the uh, the ADHD people and ADHD people of Tom Redone show are both waiting uh, to take a seat. Um, <laughs> no, no, me, I I would love if Yvonne, uh, Tom's wife, was one of these other people. I'm gonna so I'm gonna let Yvonne, Tom. Yvonne, we love you. <laughs> All right. So Tom Nardone, uh, one of my, my favorite people, welcome to the ADHD Rewired Blab edition, the ADHD Awareness Month edition. Um, so I don't see you on video. Maybe maybe that's your other channel. Let's, let's see how we go here. So I've doubled the Tom. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to... What I, I in can, the heck I can only is handle this? one Tom. <laughs> is that a body pillow, Tom? What? Oh, no. Towel on my table, oh. so that there's no echo. Okay. And, and I love the the audio That's geekiness fun. of that. That's awesome. Where where is Yvonne? She's ADHD people. I think she might have hit cancel. Yvonne, hit the join. Yes, we have 
Tom and Yvonne are the all. I am so excited. This just made my day. Yeah, just nothing good has to happen for the rest of the of the day. And right now, you just made me an extremely happy person. So, if you guys don't know Tom and Yvonne Nardone, so Tom is the host of the Tom and Nardone show, but Yvonne is the star of the Tom and Nardone show. (laughs) They both have ADHD. They um, uh, how how would I best describe? their show christina you you listen to to the time they're doing show radical acceptance yes yes yes. radical acceptance of adhd ADHD, um unplugged you know i love stories and i love the unclinical kind of perspective of of adhd and you will get it listening to the tom they're doing show you know he talks about how you know he has a theory of pants which is disgusting in my opinion um (laughs) but he doesn't think that you need to wash pants more than what is it once a month no no, no. Clar- it, it, clarify for us, Tom. Necessary. I, I mean, we can get into it if you want. <clears throat> give us, uh, give us the the, the sixty second rundown of well, it. The the thing is, the uh, you know, your it, it's it's no different than your 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 car upholstery or any of that kind of stuff. It's um, it, you know, you don't ever wash that, but you perspire all over it and all the time when it's hot, but you don't ever think about it about what's living in there your pants no one's ever had smelly legs people have smelly feet smelly armpits you know a hat maybe you know <laughs> but never never been told my legs smell and uh i'm telling you i've done the test i've done the research and i have and you know it's amazing because that was that was actually my first blog and my first podcast. What I, did what, what I want to ask people listening right now who are in the who are in the chat, right? How many days do you think you can wear a pair of pants? No one will tell the truth before you wash it. I go a week. A week? Yeah. I, I would go up to a week, like four four or five days. I would watch. I would wash or wear a pair of pants without washing it. All right, we got Robert Tedesco. Awesome. He's he's joining us with uh so I'm gonna have Rob come on in just a moment. Um so Tom, go ahead and post your link to uh to that blog post and uh episode um when you have a chance. Um so I wanna open up the seat too, because part of what we're doing here is we're sharing stories about ADHD. So I have Rob on uh who is gonna be joining me. I don't see you on video yet, so I don't know if you can hear me. Uh here it goes. Sometimes it takes a moment. You're wearing a tie, now you're making me feel like I'm a schlub. <laughs> One thing while he's getting his audio. Yes, please. After that podcast, after that blog post, it was amazing to me how many people said, hey, Tom, day 14. You know, <laughs> I mean, it was it was uh, a lot of people got on board. So you know, it's not just me. So I'm just courageous enough to uh, celebrate it. You know, and that's Tom, that's one of the things that I absolutely love about what you do. So you you are who you are and you celebrate it. You know, and I think that's one of the things that that happens with, with us with ADHD is we we have these things that we perceive as we are so different from other people and we hide th- those things. We we you know keep these secrets and, it, and we carry it around like shame, you know, this this heavy burden of shame. And what I love about your show is that you are who you are and you make no apologies. Even when maybe sometimes you should, uh, but <laughs> but that's what I think is it's really freeing to to listen to you and Yvonne kind of just talk about the things that couples talk about. Um, it's kind of like 
eavesdropping in on a conversation that you kind of feel like you shouldn't be listening to. So uh, I want to thank you for doing what you're doing. I have Teresa who is um, asking to join. Um, and uh, so, Tom, I'm going uh, to say goodbye for now. Um, and uh, Christina, too, I'm going to open up the seat because I, I got a couple other people uh, who are wanting to, to share their stories. So, um, Rob, hang on just a moment here. I have Teresa. Teresa, hello. I'm glad that you uh, are joining me on Blab. Um, and I'm also, I'm going to also let Rob come in as well. Hey, Rob, can you hear me now? And let's hear. I'm okay. I'm excited. I saw this today and I thought this was, this was fantastic. I'm glad I was able to, to chime in. All right. So, um, Rob, I have a piece you, of news, actually. You have a piece of news? Let's, let's hear some news. Uh, that uh, one, somebody um, picked up on our CrowdRise website and started their own fundraiser under the I am one of 15 million campaign. So I set up one for myself and someone set one up as well. So let's, let's back up a little bit because I think that probably most people don't know, Rob, I think most people probably don't know kind of who you are and what you do. Um, so let's... Um, First, kind of just share share with us who you are, because people are also going to be listening to this on iTunes as my as the podcast uh, comes out. So not everyone is going to be seeing the, the video version of this. So Rob, kind of introduce everyone to who you are. Sure. My name is Rob Tedisco. I'm an attorney and I am a nonprofit consultant and a motivational speaker. And I'm also an adult diagnosed with ADHD. And I've been working with Eric on uh, ADHD Awareness uh, Month um, activities. And one of which is Chad's uh, I'm one of the 15 million campaign. And I thought this was a great uh, podcast to join to uh, just let people know I'm one of 15 million uh, people with ADHD. And I think the only way we're going to eliminate stigma is to not be afraid and talk about who we are and, and how we see the world. So you are, you're an attorney. Now this is great because we have two highly educated <laughs> people here because Teresa <laughs> is, are you, are you officially a doctor now? Have you got, have you, I am. Yep. So we have a PhD and an attorney. Um, so here I am. I just have my master's degree. I, I mean, I'm very undereducated in this, in this group. Um, so, and I think this is one of the things that people even, you know, don't think, oh, I've, you can't have ADHD. You know, you, you went to law school or you went, you, you know, you, you have your, your doctor. I mean, that's, there's a lot of misinformation about ADHD. Rob, when did you get diagnosed? When did I get diagnosed? Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, actually what happened to me was uh, coming out of law school, I was undiagnosed and I started my first job was as a prosecutor in the South Bronx. I was uh, uh, in the Bronx DA's office. And what happened was uh, that is probably the place that's tailor made for someone with ADHD coming out of law school. Everything's an emergency. Uh, There's a lot of trial work. I'm very good on my feet. The problem was when I left the DA's office and I needed to start a private practice and I had to keep track of my time, bill my clients, run an office, all of those administrative tasks that had nothing to do with uh, my uh, ability to be an attorney and represent my clients really kind of tripped me up. Like the same kind of brick wall that kids hit at different transitions, fourth grade, going into high school, middle school is another one, going into college. And I eventually was diagnosed and it made a huge difference. And I got very involved in the ADHD community. Now, did you struggle growing up? Terribly, terribly. What were some of your biggest challenges? And had a number of issues and uh, it was just very, very difficult for me. 
Okay. Is there a, is there like a, a, a story that you want to share um, from, you know, maybe from even from your childhood um, yeah. that, that was story. really kind of a, an emotional or pivotal uh, experience, but looking back on it, it explains a lot. Yeah. What happened was um, I was, I think I was in seventh grade and unfortunately for me, my father was uh, in Italy was educated as a math teacher. And so um, no matter what my report card said, the math grade was always very pivotal in my punishment. And so what happened was I was probably like a C minus C plus student in math, which was never good enough for my father. And we took a standardized test when I was in seventh grade. And what happened was um, after the test, my parents were called into school. And the nun told my father that I was, I tested in math in the gifted range. And I'll never forget this. I was asleep when my parents came home and my father woke me up and put me in a chair and gave me this huge lecture because now he felt he had scientific proof that I was lazy <sighs> because the the teacher basically told him I was a genius in math and I was getting C minuses, C pluses. So it was, I couldn't say I was stupid or I didn't understand it. Um, so I was discovered now. I found that I was found out. Mm -hmm. And so as a kid, I was sitting there trying to understand why I was getting lectured for doing well on a test. And it really kind of fits the pattern of what a lot of kids go through. And I see Teresa um, kind of nodding her head and smiling. <laughs> Teresa, tell us a little bit about who you are and um, uh, share with us kind of some of the stories, too, that you're relating to what, what Rob is, is talking about. OK, um, yeah. So I, I have a Ph.D. in neuroscience. I just finished uh, last year, last spring. Um, and uh, I got diagnosed actually during my dissertation work because that was when I hit the brick wall, um, having to do independent work. You know, you go from doing coursework for the first few years of PhD. And of course, my whole prior academic life, I had been, you know, getting by because I always was able to, you know, I was just smart enough that I could do well on the test, even without having very good study skills. Um, but then when you're doing your dissertation work, it's very independent, self-directed, having to organize this big, huge project and, get it all done, everything down to the little details and everything. So anyway, I, that's when I was um, diagnosed. Um, but uh, yeah, thinking about those like early pivotal moments in childhood, I, I was thinking about um, Brendan Mahan's uh, Wall of Awful yes. and how he said that, that we, you know, most, most ADHD kids hit that around third or fourth grade. I know for sure I hit mine in second grade. Um, because I had this awful teacher, absolutely from hell. Looking back on it, I can tell that she was very frustrated with me because I was not turning in my homework and it was very difficult to get me to cooperate. You know, she probably knew that I was smart and couldn't, you know, relate to what was going on, whatever. Um, but there was one day that I remember that she got so frustrated with me saying that I had lost my homework that she dumped my desk out on the floor in front of the whole class and made me search for my missing homework, which I had actually forgotten to do. And so I'm sitting there crying and digging through this pile of papers that is a total mess because I know the homework's not there. I didn't do it. it yeah. And that was just like the beginning of a lot of, you know, and, and I was, I was the same. I was in gifted classes, but I was a terrible student. Um, like they knew I was smart, but I just, could, I wouldn't do the work. I wouldn't 
focus or anything. Yeah, but yeah I actually for, just Fortress White made a comment about uh, giving a shout out to to the, all the two E's, the twice exceptional, <laughs> and you know that's one of these things that that you know people think because you're smart you can't have ADHD, and it's it's not the case. I mean, it, we, we yeah, know that. I actually just heard this the other day on. Um, the uh, mental illness happy hour podcast, he was interviewing a, a neuropsychologist and he was joking about some guy who had come into his office saying, Oh, I have ADHD. And he was talking about how he took a, a IQ test. And he was like, you're getting all of this, right? You can't, you know, it's like, no, no, you're getting it wrong. <laughs> you can't. IQ has nothing to do right, with ADHD. Right. You can be smart. Which actually you have ADHD. Poses a huge problem legally for parents. Uh, part of my practice is representing parents to get services for kids with disabilities. And most of the kids that I represent are incredibly bright, uh, but for their learning disability and the school's position in many cases is that, well, they're not failing, so they're not entitled to services or support. And there really is no relationship between intelligence and a disability like ADHD or some other learning disabilities. And uh, uh, you know, a lot of students are entitled to administrative support. Um, most of the kids I talk to say this year, it's not that the work is so much harder. It's that there's so many more things I have to remember to do this year. Mm -hmm. And that's usually those brick walls that we talk about. And it's important for people to understand that. We're going to talk about um, the, the 1 in 15 million campaign. Um, before we get to that, uh, if you are live in the chat room, I want to know if you are are someone who is living with ADHD, and if you are, I'd like you to post in the comments the hashtag one of 15M, the word one of 15M. Um, and I'm going to, you know, you can see it on my screen how I have it. Um, you know, I, because I am one of 15M. Now, if you are a parent, you can write that you love one of 15M. Um, so I just want to kind of hear who is out there. Um, because, you know, so this whole 15M, I mean, that's like the, the average, um, from the statistical kind of perspective of how many people in the U.S. have ADHD. You know, and that's the that's actually a lower average. And I I'm awful at math. And I posted to one of our our uh, Chad kind of leader groups, um, like, so can someone work this math out for me? I know that four to nine percent of the U.S. based on the CDC numbers have ADHD. There's 322 million people in the U.S. Thank you, Siri, that made it very easy to figure that part out. So how do I figure out what the actual number is? And because I. If, I, my brain could not figure it out. So, and, and that's the thing. Like, I'm really good at some things. I'm not so good at others. And the number was somewhere more like 30 million, like or the range between, I think it was 12 million and 30 million with that four to, to 9%. It's incredible. And it's one of these things where, you know, from a, whether you're a doctor or you're a parent, ADHD is treatable. If you ignore it, it doesn't help anything. If you bury your head in the sand, it doesn't help anything. So, you know, part of why I'm also very active in the Chad community is, you know, having accurate information, having science-based information is really what Chad has spent in the last 26 years doing and disseminating. And we started as a grassroots organization and have grown um, over the last 25, 26 years. And, you know, it wouldn't if it and, and Rob can speak to the kind of the, the legal aspects of what Chad has done uh, for all of us living with ADHD. And a lot of people don't even realize that if it wasn't for Chad, um, a, the the um, having the combination for ADHD under other health impairment wouldn't be in the IDEA Act if it were not for Chad. Chad did that. And I think that's incredible. 
So what, what are we yeah, before? Yeah. Before that happened, actually, um, all the kids that had ADHD that needed services at school would have to get 504 plans. It wasn't until that issue hit that uh, kids were entitled to an IEP, uh, which was huge. So, Rob, what I'd love for you to do is can you give us the, the one minute, um, it's like the 30 second elevator speech, but the extended time version, uh, the one minute um, kind of what is the one a 15 million campaign? And how can people get involved? Sure. Well, everyone knows Chad is the largest international organization that supports the ADHD community. But as large as they are, they have approximately 12,000 members. There are at least, let's say, 15 million people in the United States with ADHD. And this is really an effort to mobilize those 12,000 members, their families, their friends, to reach out to that 15 million uh, population and to really start a discussion about ADHD to try to eliminate stigma and also to try to raise money for some of the programs in terms of Chad's lobby, uh, I don't want to say lobbying efforts, uh, Chad's public policy efforts uh, to provide a voice for the ADHD community and also to um, to educate parents and teachers and policymakers about this condition and what it is and what it isn't. Uh, yeah. So how can people get involved with it? Well, first of all, what we'd like you to do is to post that you are one of 15 million, that you are that you care for one, one of 15 million. If you love one of 15 million, let's get that hashtag out there. Let's let people know who we are as opposed to hiding from it. It's nothing to apologize for and nothing to hide from. Uh, we believe that Having that conversation is really important. When you see other people's posts, please repost them, like them, and tell your stories. People's personal stories, like what Eric asked us when we started this conversation today, are what move people to action. Uh, and we would also like people to consider either making a donation to our crowdfunded platform or to consider um, having an event that you may be uh, participating in um, do it for if you're going to be running a 5K or having a book sale at your local Chad chapter or something to do it for this campaign to raise money. We have a whole bunch of campaigns that are set up and uh, you can contact me if you have any questions. Can you, uh, Robert, can you post a link in the uh, in the, the side chat to the uh, the crowdfunding uh, page if people want to get involved or, where, or wherever they can get more information about that? Um, what Absolutely. I want to do really quickly, um, I'm going to take a, we're going to do this live version. We're going to help pay the bills. And um, I want to know if you have a, a favorite book, uh, especially an audio book that you have um, that you'd like to recommend, share it with my listeners, because um, we know that that Audible supports ADHD Rewired, and you can get a free audiobook download by going to audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. And I posted the link in the chat, and so you can get a free audiobook download. Robert, what's your favorite book? My favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird. Awesome. I w- did not about expect ADHD, that. I would have to say Driven to Distraction. Okay. Okay. I know, I know that is available on, on Audible. Teresa, what about you? You know, I, I have to admit, I haven't actually gotten my free audio book yet because I'm I'm scared. Of, <laughs> um, for one, I'm afraid that I'm going to uh, get addicted to audio <laughs> audio books and not uh, just spend lots of money on it and not have time for my podcast. <laughs> so, and, and I know that you are probably not the only one who feels that way. And so, I'll give you a, a tip. So, I, I'm on the the one download a month 
plan, right? Mm -hmm. And so I supplement that through, uh, there's a, an app called OneDrive, which connects to your local library. Um, and so if you sign in through your local library, you can actually get audiobook downloads. There's not, there's nowhere near as many that, that are available mm -hmm. on Audible. Um, but it, it supplements it and I can, you know, so cause I usually go through about a book a week. Um, so yeah, uh, um, audio, uh, what's, what's my URL? I forget it every single time. Um, I posted my own link. It's audibletrial.com slash ADHD rewired. What we do here is we're real. We're, we're not always smooth. We make mistakes and, um, but we have stories to tell about them and we're not the only ones going through this. So I want to invite anyone else who um, is uh, has not been uh, and wants to share their story. So Teresa, do you have any kind of final thoughts that you want to share with us? Any stories that, that you're like, you know, people need to know this. Not to put you on the spot, but I'm uh, putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> no, nothing, nothing no. immediately comes to as, mind. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you say goodbye here, you're going to be like, oh, I should have done that. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to um, open up the seat to somebody else. If you want, if you have something else that you're inspired by, come back in. Okay. Thanks, Teresa. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> All right. We're going to open up the seats. Um, let's see. We have, um, let's either, I think that's Yvonne. That's, and I'm going to mute Rob right there real quick because his, uh, his phone is ringing. <laughs> It's okay. We get it. You know, one of the things that one of the when I think my, it was my first Chad conference that I knew that I was in a different place. Oh, it's still ringing. Uh, <laughs> I knew I was in a different place when the keynote speaker said, you know, for those of you who are coming in late, for those of you who have forgot to turn your phones off and have have uh, not, you know, and it rings. Um, <laughs> say, and they said, it's okay. We get it. Don't worry about it. And I just loved that because it was like this, this message of that you don't need to feel ashamed of being here because you are amongst your people. And you know the, the Chad conference is just over a month away, and I'm super, super excited about it. It's in New Orleans, um, and I've I've never been to New Orleans, so I'm really excited. I'm going to be a speaker there. Um, I'm going to be talking about my my presentation is high tech and low tech uh, solutions to supercharge your productivity, and I'm just really, really excited about this conference. And I think at the conference, Rob, aren't we going to be having a uh, um, something set up or we can, we're also going to be taking people's kind of videos about sharing their story yes. of living with ADHD. What we're trying to do is we're asking people to send in videos, telling their personal stories. And as we're receiving them, we've received several, uh, we're going to be kind of combining them into a longer video piece. And we, excuse me, <laughs> we're going to be featuring it at conference and thanking the people who have uh, sent us their information and um, kind of highlighting their stories. Because really, I think uh, what Eric said is important to know that one of the best things about being at one of these conferences okay, is that it's being around the other people. Chad members and other people with ADHD. It's really yes. the first place I felt at home uh, yes. 15 years ago when I went to my first Chad conference. I know that I've shared on, on uh, past podcasts that, that every single ADHD conference I've ever been to, I've cried at at least one session because something hits like, like so deeply in me. You know, it's as a professional working with people with ADHD, I work really hard to manage my ADHD. And when I'm at these conferences, I, it's kind of like sinks in how hard I'm working to manage my ADHD. And it just, it, it feels, you know, it's, it's, 
I remember, uh, I think it was Linda Rogley's uh, presentation about coming out with ADHD. And like, that was my, my, uh, the last, my last, uh, session that I was at, um, at a conference where, where I cried. Um, so maybe you will get to be at a, in a session with me where you'll get to see the, the waterworks come out. Um, I'm a crier. I do it. Cause the stuff, you know, it's, it's, this is not just about, productivity it's not just about you know managing our impulses it's about the the overcoming the shame it's about overcoming the stigma it's about you know doing things even though they're hard so that's that's part of my story i firmly believe one of the best things that i've gotten from chad um as a board member as a chapter coordinator as a volunteer over the years is that there's an enormous amount of comfort in just knowing you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And that's really what Chad's not a board. Chad is not a website. Chad is 12,000 people. And that's really what this campaign about is, is about is to mobilize them and to really kind of get them interacting with each other. Uh, and that there's no better place to do that than at a conference. And it's, it's really true that Chad is not a website and thank goodness for that. Because, uh, you know, one of the things that, that hopefully with our, with our funding campaign and we can do is, is create a more ADHD friendly website because there's a lot of information. Information on the website is just sort of hard to find it. Um, but if you do go to the chat website and you're searching for information, use that search bar at the top of the screen. It's very helpful when you're trying to find information on the chat website. But, you know, this is an organization made up of volunteers. And, you know, so we need your guys' help. Um, but I want to hear more stories. I'm going to open up the, uh, the seat once again. And make sure if you are not already on my email newsletter um, to go to my website and sign up. Um, or you can also so text uh, my last name, which is Tivers, uh, T-I-V-E-R-S, to 22828. And uh, Teresa says, speaking of productivity, I need to get back to work. Thanks for stopping in, <laughs> Teresa. Um, so, all right. So let's, I want to open up the seat to others. I have, um, it's either Tom or Yvonne are waiting to hear. We got, we got Yvonne back in, yeah. in the seat. How are you, Yvonne? Great. Thank you, Eric. Uh, thanks for joining us. So is, uh, is Tom good. at work? Tom is upstairs. I can hear the echo of you, your, your voice up there. So, um, <laughs> or, you know, we're in separate bedrooms, so we might as well be in separate rooms when we do this anyway. Um, so that's a part of our radical acceptance of our uh, ADHD is not sharing a bedroom. Um, as we've talked about. <laughs> yes. And if you listen to, and I forget which episode it was, was where I also shared that, that my wife and I, we also sh- have separate bedrooms, um, yes, which is something, excellent. you know, it's, it's one of these. And, and I talked about on, on the podcast where I was, I was not in favor of this at first. I, you know, all those shitty thoughts, like husband and wife should share a bedroom. What does that mean? It's like, so I was, you know, but we both, we all have our own sleep issues. She's a really light sleeper. I come to bed way too late and it disturbs her. And we have a, we have a a son who is like the world's like worst sleeper and my, my wife is someone who needs sleep or she doesn't function so we decided as this experiment to try separate bedrooms for a while i'm never going back it is it's, it's awesome and here's the thing it's like sleep in the bed and no one cares and it, you I know, have my own bathroom and you know it's great if we think about sleep as something health related you know, sharing a bed with someone is going to disturb your sleep. So if it's you, not healthy. if you are disrupting your partner's sleep and if they don't have good sleep, that makes them not their better selves. What, mm-hmm. a, what a great way to think about, you know what? Yeah. I'd rather spend quality time 
with my partner versus, you know, seven or eight hours next to this person in bed while we're trying to sleep. But this person just kicks me, takes my comforter and, you know, is snoring and I can't get any sleep. <laughs> we're starting a revolution. Separate bedrooms. So, Rob, I, I see you kind of <laughs> nodding your head. Are you are you part of the yes. separate bedroom club? This is awesome. All right. <laughs> Rob is also part of the separate bedroom club. That's a fantastic. Well, no, no, we don't have separate bedrooms, but I could see that being such a great thing because of the way we kind of bump heads at night and stuff. It would be, I'm just thinking about how well that might even work. Get with me offline, Rob. I can teach you how to sell it. <laughs> okay. I kicked him out, actually. He was very upset about it at first. All right, Rob, thank you so much for, for joining us. Hang on, I'm, I'm going to open up the seat to somebody else. Um, Rob, right. please okay. post the, the links to the 115M campaign uh, in there. And I want to open up the seat to somebody else. Thank Maybe you for thank you. for joining us. All right. Thank so you. we have we have Tom and Yvonne again. Um, I want to hear other people's stories. Let me let me share this on Twitter. I want to encourage everyone else to um, that. There's a little bar on the left side that says tell a little bird. Please do that. Um, tell a little bird. Share this with your, with your network on Twitter. Um, it gets other people in the room. We have about 13 minutes left here for the show. I'm going to really try to keep it to an hour. And um, so. Yvonne, what do you want to share uh -huh. with us? What's what's your ADHD story? My ADHD story, I'll tell you what, baseball saved my life as a kid. Okay. If I hadn't had that. Um, sports and athletics. It, um, I only excelled in gym class and art class um, when I was going through school. So um, sport, if people with kids or whatever, um, the more sporting events, um, the more, the better. Um get that excess energy out and able to focus on something, be self-aware, um, teaches a lot, you know, about, about things in life as well. So um, for me, athletics was some, a big part of um, helping me through my ADHD as a kid. I still was terrible in school until I, until I discovered Concerta and I was able to go back to college. I, I took Concerta. I went, wow, I could actually go finish college now. You know, and then I took concert and I was like, great. Like, yeah, I mean, for me, Adderall was was my game changer. I mean, I would have yeah. I would have made it through college without without Adderall. So, um, mm -hmm. uh, so I now you're you're still a pretty active person. I know that you that you're constantly doing work and uh, yeah. you, know, and you like to do a lot of physical uh, physical work as well. Um, and so, and <laughs> you think that that's something that helps you with with your ADHD. Yeah, the more physical I am, the better I am. Otherwise, having anxiety is an issue with my ADHD. So um, if I'm not active, I'm not doing cardio and stuff like that and being mindful. Um, mindfulness is a big thing that you taught me a lot about. Um, and uh, I've really put that to use and it's really made some great um, strides, like monumental strides. Can you, can you um, share with us how, how you've put that to use? Um, I was, you know, I was rambling on ruminating thoughts and so forth. and um, it was giving me um, terrible anxiety, and you kind of told me about um, giving the anxiety a name. What was the and, name you gave uh, it? Pushing the, the the Peter. I don't know a Peter, so it doesn't relate to anything. And so I just say, when those start, thoughts start coming into my head, and I start welling up and getting all excited and everything, I just say, "Go away, Peter!" And all of a sudden, it just—it's like I took a pill. It's 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 amazing. It's like I created a new neural pathway in my head. It took it took mm. about um, three or four weeks for me to do the go away Peter for it to start working. Now I can actually add new stuff to Peter's plate 
you know, like if I start stressing out about job issues or whatever that are less important worries, I can add that to Peter's plate and tell Peter to go, go away. And it goes away and my mind clears and I can better focus on things that are at hand and being more in the moment. And uh, it's that's been, great. it's like a gift. It's like a, it's like a wonder pill. That's, that's, it's incredible. That's really, really, you're great help to me in that and showing me that technique. So, and that was at the end of the episode that, uh, that we did, um, together, uh-huh. which I, I can never remember what yeah. episode number anything is. And so it's the episode with, with Yvonne Nardone. Um, so, uh, Hey Tom, I want to post the link to that episode in the, uh, in the bar there. Your show with, with Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have about 10 minutes left. I want to ask, uh, Yvonne and then Tom, I'm going to ask you the same question. What do you think the the secret to a, a happy marriage is when you both have ADHD? Not complaining. Lowering expectations. <laughs> That's any marriage. Just not complaining. Not complaining yeah. and lowering expectations. I think that that's... The fleas come with the dog. <laughs> Say that yeah, again, they Tom. Do. The fleas come with the dog. Learn to love the fleas. My my father-in-law gave me some kind of uh, sage advice before I got married. And he said, before you get married, have both eyes open. Once you say I do, one eye open and one eye closed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's because I think it's if you just focus on the stuff that you don't like, it's going to it'll make you miserable. Oh, it does. It does. And it did for a while in the beginning until I finally got him in his own room and got us separated where enough to where I had my own space and he had his own space. It made things a lot easier to accept. And so I just accept that it's going to be a pit up there when I go up oh. there. Sorry. I didn't know if that was allowed. <laughs> that, that'll be edited out. <laughs> I forgot to read the rules. I didn't read the rules. This is the fun thing about live broadcasts is that uh, yeah. whatever uh-huh. um, it's uh, – Comes out, comes out. I know, and I'm a potty mouth, so I can't help it. Uh, you know, at least on the on the the uh, what, what will be released on iTunes um, can probably be bleeped, or you know, by it's that we're at like the 50 minute mark, so most people have already tuned out by now, anyways. But um, hopefully not. So I want to um, give uh, if anyone else or if anybody's recently joined us, um, we have a seat open. Do you have a story that you want to share about living with ADHD? Um, <laughs> So, uh, Dre, it's, it's either Dr. Ring McGriffin or Dre, Drew. All right. <laughs> so Drew, Drew enjoyed that. Um, Drew, if you want to join us, uh, you know, in sharing a story, um, you know, we have one seat open. Um, if anyone has any questions, one of the things that you can do here, um, there's a question tab, but I think you can also do a Q with a slash and then, um, you can say your question. Let me just experiment with that. Um, I think that's so. Maybe if since I'm the host, that slash Q. Oh, it's the other way around. Okay. Um, so if you have a question, that will kind of alert me to having. If you have a question, and I do think I think someone had a uh, a question earlier about behavior strategies. Let me scroll up here. And this is a, such a neat thing. People can join either live on video or in the the chat. Uh, here. So there was a question about behavior strategies. Instead of me kind of scrolling through, uh, if someone can ask the question again, that would be, uh, that would be a lot easier. Um, so just follow me. I think you can do that 
somehow in the in here if you click on my name uh um, on the window there's a, i think a way to follow me on blabs you can get notified of other blabs um so and you can also stream through the question uh the question tab all right so no one's posted there so what is your ADHD story? I really want to hear it. Um, actually, Thursday, I almost forgot to mention this because I forgot. Um, Miss ADD um, is going to be joining me and she's going to be co-hosting with me on uh, on Thursday. And uh, so if you know, if you know the Miss ADD podcast and my 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 name part of my brain is locking at the moment. Help me, help Justine me, help me. Justine Rotello. <laughs> and I love it because Justine will probably hear that and laugh. Um, you know, she's a wonderful one. She does a lot of stuff with, with nice. mindfulness. And um, so see, can I log into the study room for the first 30 minutes as a question? Um, or would you prefer to save the space? Um, I haven't thought of that question, so I don't have an answer to that. Um, Sure, you can join. Sure, yes, you can join for the first thirty minutes. Absolutely. Um, so uh, she will be hosting. Uh, Justine Rotella will be hosting this with me on Thursday. Um, you know, make sure you're on my email list to get the notifications of this, or you're following me on Facebook or Twitter. Um, so I just want to thank everyone who kind of stopped in. I want to thank Tom and Yvonne and Rob uh, and Teresa. Um, and and um, I'm sure I'm forgetting someone because um, it's ADHD Awareness Month. So, but thank you guys for sharing your stories. We're going to be doing this all month long. Um, so, fortuitous wife, would you like to um, join us for a moment in the in the seat? All right. Lolly is joining us. Um, so welcome, Lolly, as her video stream kind of registers here. I'll give it a second. Um, here we go. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I wasn't planning to be on camera today, though. <laughs> well, that's that's the fun about ADHD. Sometimes we just kind of go with it, right? Yeah. Well, nice you, look, you look marvelous. Tom and Yvonne and... Guess who I had lunch with yesterday? Who did you have lunch with yesterday? I'll give a shout out to Mr. Brendan Mahan. Excellent. Yeah, we met up and had a really nice uh, ADD or lunch, all because of episode eighty nine. That's awesome. I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kicking Tom off because I'm. I don't want to look at his foot. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I know he's yeah. still here. Um, so, Lolly, tell us. Tell us a little bit about who you are. What's What's your ADHD story in about a minute or two? Well, um, I grew up in the dark ages of pre-ADHD, so um, a lot of what I try and do today is I write, started off blogging and kind of just writing about my day-to-day -day trials and tribulations, and that's kind of evolving now. Um, I'm doing some parent mentoring, just helping friends and friends of friends, um, kind of, oh my God, the teacher says my kid might have ADHD. And people say, call my friend Lolly. <laughs> and uh, it was in an interesting evolution because last year, my eight-year-old, who I did not think had ADHD, uh, was diagnosed with combined type. So my 10-year-old, he came out of the womb and I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> that's brain. And I knew it. Um, so that was interesting because it caught me off guard. And, you know, I live in this space for, you know, my life. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I was in a panic 
You know, I went into parent mode. Who do I talk to? What do I do? Where do I go? I've got to fix this now <laughs> because I might get distracted by something and not get back to it. <laughs> so, um, so that was a real awakening for me and kind of has focused my uh, goals going forward in terms of helping people when they start off on this, mm. helping them with their kids. Well, what's, and the, then, what's the message that you give people when they're on the, in the beginning of this journey to help them kind of, uh, you know, in a sense to, to kind of lay the red carpet down for them to let them know this is a journey that, that you should definitely go down. Well, I think that I use my own life experience. Um, I forget uh, some uh, prior guest was saying that, you know, school was a struggle. Um, you know, I was always struggling in school. Uh, you know, when they did the, the intelligent, the IQ tests in kindergarten mm -hmm. at the end of kindergarten, I, I did well. I did not do well in school <laughs> really, really badly. And every year they would tell my parents, we should really hold Lolly back because there's no way that that IQ test was right. And every year in the spring, my mom said, no, you're not holding her back. If you think the test is wrong, give it to her again. And uh, I guess my what I want to do is I want to try and help parents make sure that their kid gets every resource they can. My life experience can hopefully maybe be a lesson, an example, you know, um, and if you grab, you know, grab onto all these wonderful resources, podcasts and books and coaching, um, you know, your kid will have an awesome, amazing life and they'll be everything that they possibly can be, you know, and, uh, you know, they won't have those struggles. So learn as much as you can. Yeah. And I always tell parents, just be open to everything, you know, don't eliminate anything until you've explored it fully. That's great. Do you have, do you have any, like uh, an analogy that you use uh, to, to explain ADHD? Yeah. Um, well, in, in terms of also when I'm talking uh, to friends or things, you know, and they'll say, well, why do you take medication or why should my kid take medication? And I always use the analogy of a radio and we're all chugging along in life and we're in our cars listening to the same song. But then when you get, Adderall, or maybe it's Concerta, or maybe it's meditation and omega-3 fatty acid. Um, but whatever that that treatment or, or practices are for you, when it's right, all of a sudden you find out you've been listening to 96.7 your whole life. So you've been bebopping along to the same song, but nobody told you everybody else was on 96.9. <laughs> And there's, oh, there's other stations out there you can listen to. Well, no, you're still on the same station, but you never knew that that static wasn't part of the song. I you know, got it. Yes. Yes. You know, you're just, I'm, I'm thinking of the good old fashioned, you know, knob radio in, you know, your, your car when you were a kid and you could be listening to the song, but if you just turned it one tiny little bit further, all of a sudden it was clear. And you didn't even know that you were listening to static. You didn't know that that's not how it's always supposed to be. You know, that's, that's how I, you know, in a similar way, how I describe when I first, uh, the first time I took Adderall, it was this yeah. feeling of feeling normal for the first time. And yeah, it's that's like, how I, people feel like. 
You know, and it's it's such yeah. an interesting concept of like, well, how do you know what normal would be like if you've never experienced it? And it's just like, I, I've talked to so many people who have shared that very same experience. Oh, where it's, yeah. Where it's that just like, was, you know that this is how it's supposed to be. When I started taking medication in my very linear, engineer, pragmatic, even-tempered husband, who was trying to understand and just like, why are you taking medication and you never did before? Well, now I have toddlers and they're crazy and now I'm crazy too. Um, but, you know, I was trying to explain it to him and that, you know, I tried Ridlin and I tried uh, Stratera. I tried some things. And when I took Adderall, literally the first week, he was like, so why is it different? And I've been using that radio analogy literally since that first conversation, because it was the best way I could explain that like we're all listening to the same song you know and and I used that analogy and he was like oh now I get it you know but it was the only way I could articulate to someone who has no idea what a fast brain is mm-hmm. you know what what a, your head is full of static you know why I don't like Macy's or not I don't like it's not that I don't like Macy's I don't like big department stores there's too much you know, I am right there with you. I, I, yes. into, I walk into a crowded department store and my, my brain literally goes too much visual information. Yes. <laughs> I think yeah. I made the, I think I made the very same expression while explaining what happens to me. I do, I do put the blinders on, uh, you know, over my eyes. Cause it's, it is, it's, it's like, too busy. you know, it's too oh, busy. I, I made a video that I sent out uh, yesterday and I'm going to see if I can recreate it now and show it kind of the idea of what, what I did. Cause I think it kind of explains sort of what, what we're yeah, talking about. Great. Oh, I missed it. Okay. Oh, so, that's a great idea. so let me see if I can do this without like messing everything up. <laughs> okay. So we see here the, the plasma ball, right? Okay. And let me, let me kill some light. So it's uh so we can kind of see it a little bit better. I got it. Okay. There you go. Right. All right. Yep, right. So this is, kind of, this is the ADHD brain. All right. And our brain is paying attention to everything. And so right now, let's say my, my focus needs to be here, right? Uh, doing this blab right now. That's where my focus needs to be. Now, when I see something pop up on my, my window of the screen, now that has my attention and that's not part of what I need to be doing. That's distraction. And now I have a thought that just kind of pops into my head because random thoughts pop into my head all day long. Now that's here. Now that has also nothing to do with what I need to be doing. And so the ADHD brain focuses based on proximity, not priority. It, it, it is a really bad filter of what is most important. Now, the other part of ADHD is hyperfocus. And hyperfocus is when we are so engaged in what we are doing that we fail to see the, the everything else that we need to do. So when we need to shift our attention, I'm trying to do it so we can actually see. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't. Now, I love hyperfocus. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> now I'm going to dispel some myths about hyperfocus. Real it's quick. It's draining and everything else falls apart, but so managing the hyperfocus is also part of managing ADHD. Yeah. You know, so we have to understand we have to see the long-term kind of uh of aspect and I think that understanding that and I did this on the video uh that I that I made that I was I was like burning my hands and I was doing it and so which <laughs> then 
added to the analogy of, you know, when you hyper-focus, you burn out your kind of your neural oh, pathways yeah. and you burn yourself out. And so, so on this video that, that I posted, I, my, my hand was like truly burning and I wanted to finish my thoughts. So I was like keeping it on the, the, the plasma ball while doing it. Um, so anyways, so that's just, you know, that's one analogy that explains ADHD from just the perspective of, of focus. So listen, I yeah, want to go ahead. Sorry. That was a great one. I liked oh, that. Thanks. Very visual. Thanks. So I want to kind of wrap this up. Now, I, I did have the, the thought of, man, this would be a really fun way to do the random question round. Um, but I'm going to save that for Thursday. Don't do it to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Lolly, based on the, the facial expression that you just had, and this is why I love video conference, cause, no, cause, no. because you get the, the full <laughs> extent of what someone is feeling. I every week and I go I'm so glad I don't have to answer that question so here's my random question to you Lolly. what have you left a review for ADHD have you left a review for ADHD rewired on on iTunes I'm what have you left a review for ADHD rewired on iTunes I'm gonna she's doing it now and I love you for it thank you in advance I'll do it right now. And I did post the link to to the uh, to uh, the podcast on iTunes, uh, and you can subscribe so you never miss an episode. Man, I, I think that creating um, the eighty fourth episode came out today. This might be the most un ADHD thing I've ever done. I have not missed a week since I've launched ADHD Rewired, and uh, you know that's the thing when we when we think about starting. Starting is often the hardest part. But so is finishing, and we do need to end this now. So I hope to see you on Thursday's Blab. I, uh, to the best of my recall, I think it's at noon on Central Time. Uh, but just follow me on Blab. I'm going to be posting stuff on Twitter um, and Facebook. And if you go to my uh, website, ADHD Rewired, you can get on my email list and get all that information. Thank you for sharing your stories. Don't forget, it's ADHD Awareness Month all month long. Share your stories on social media. And if you would, share the hashtag one of 15 million because we are, there's a lot of us out there. And the more of us that talk about our experiences, the less stigma there will be around ADHD. So thank you. I hope to see you guys at Adult Study Hall at 2.30 p.m. Thank you for listening to another episode of ADHD Rewired. And if you're new to the show, welcome to ADHD Rewired. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community focused on learning, growing, and connection. You can see a full outline of this and all other episodes with all the links and other resources mentioned during this interview at ADHDrewired.com. Help support this podcast by checking out my sponsors. I use Zoom video conferencing nearly every day, and so can you. Go free or go pro. But please, go to erictibbers.com slash Zoom so they know that I sent you. And you can get a free audiobook from Audible at erictibbers.com slash Audible. And next time you shop Amazon, use the Amazon search portal at ADHDrewired.com. A small percentage of your purchase will go to support this show. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. You can also support this podcast by leaving an honest rating and review in iTunes or Stitcher. This really helps other people find this show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. 
Don't just be a passive listener, be an active member of the ADHD Rewired community. We are on Facebook. You can like our page, but please submit your request to join our free and growing community. And don't forget to check your other inbox because I screen everybody before they come into our community. Looking for a coach? If you're still listening at this point and you answered yes, come to my website at ADHDrewire.com and schedule your free 20-minute consultation or call me at 224-993-9450. Is your school, business, or organization hiring speakers? I provide fun and engaging presentations full of practical solutions that both educate and entertain. Hire me for your next professional development day or corporate training event. Go to ADHDrewired.com slash talks. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week.